All right, great to have you guys uh, listening again. Another great episode here. God, we really enjoy doing this every single week of the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. And thank you guys for tuning in. Got a ton of really exciting things coming up. As you guys have been on the Discord, you guys have been on the the, the private Facebook group, all over social media. I know the Twitter's been exploding. Um, Really have some exciting things coming up with DSB and just with sports research. So stay tuned on that. And I know Matt's going to be getting into his NFL Week 11 uh, betting preview here shortly as, you know what, the Lions are, are at least they, they're not going to go 0-17, right? At least they found a way to tie, and uh, we'll see if they can actually get a first win coming up soon. How crazy is that? Dan Campbell hasn't even won a preseason game or a regular season game yet since since becoming head coach of the Lions. It's just crazy, but who knows what will happen moving forward as we, uh, you know, just deal with another Lions season and what's looking like another top pick in the NFL draft coming up. So again, really appreciate you guys tuning in. It's just uh, great to be able to to talk sports betting and and offer something that this market doesn't really offer right now. You know, I think this entire media market here in Detroit has gotten so boring at times with just the the coverage and the the just breakdowns of the game stories and things like that so what we do is we actually provide you guys with betting angles and and really give you the content that people want I don't think people want to be be watching a Lions game and and seeing people tweet about uh DeAndre Swift just had an eight yard run on second down people don't want that right they want sports betting they want content and and I think that that we're really going to be creating a lot more great content here moving forward you guys are gonna i think you guys are gonna be very surprised but also very happy with what we're about to announce here within the next really within the next two three weeks so again thanks for being a part of dsb stay tuned to all of the platforms and get on discord if you haven't already discord's become huge in in certainly the crypto and nft space but the sports betting space as well discord is quickly becoming i think one of the most popular apps in the world frankly just been blowing up so uh dsb podcast coming up matt koala shortly his nfl week 11 betting preview matt please take it away welcome back to the detroit sports betters podcast i am matt koala from detroit sports betters and we are now in week 11 of the nfl season the nfl season is straight up flying by but nothing has changed over here as we are coming off another five and one week for the podcast and we are now 42 and 19 on the year that is hitting at a 68 percent rate but again before we recap last week and get into week 11 picks and plays have to shout out our proud partner in DraftKings sportsbook this thanksgiving be thankful for family food and free bets that's right. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a turkey day no-brainer you can't miss. New customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game of their choice and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's right. One point scored in any NFL Thanksgiving game. If the sportsbook is not available in your state just yet, you can still get in on the Thanksgiving action. Make your deposit on DraftKings and you can play for millions with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest this Thanksgiving. DraftKings is safe, 
secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So I'm telling you guys, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DSB when you do and bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game of your choice and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's the promo code DSB this Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER for help. And again, pick up one of those Coppercraft Distillery canned cocktails when you are chilling, watching the game, when you're watching Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football. Get that Honolulu blue because our Detroit Lions, well, we got a tie. We got a tie. So I guess that's a little better. I don't even know how to how to take it. I really don't care at this point, if I'm being honest. Um, if they win, if they lose, hey, it's all about draft picks coming up. So again, check out that Coppercraft Distillery, Can Cocktail, Honolulu Blue, in honor of our still winless Detroit Lions. But last week, guys, again, coming off a five and one week, just absolutely killing it. The only pick that we lost ended up being that over under bet with the Cleveland Browns on the road against the New England Patriots. And again, we discussed the weather and how weather can factor into over under bets because you're, you're taking that, you're taking a look at it early on in the week. And obviously you're kind of betting on mother nature to hold true. When I turned on that Browns and Patriots game, I was like, man, it looks pretty nice out today. And it was, uh, Mac Jones had absolutely no problem whatsoever throwing the football. He looked incredibly mature for a rookie throwing into double coverage, uh, to kind of born. And, you know, the Patriots were just absolutely grooving and the Cleveland Browns looked terrible. They really looked terrible for a team that needed a win. I really expected them to come out and do more. And really it was all about the Patriots in that game. But I mean, we hit some really, really nice plays last week. You know, I talked about the Minnesota Vikings winning outright. They went out there and they won outright. Talked about the Philadelphia Eagles won outright, winning outright. I'm sorry. They won outright. We discussed the New Orleans Saints winning outright, which they did not. They did not, but they covered our plus three spread. They finished that. And that was that was one of those picks. Again, I took it off the board and then I put it back on the board. If you follow us on Twitter, because I took it down, didn't want it to be an official pick when Alvin Kamara went out. And then I heard the Julio Jones news that he went to the IR. And that just kind of changed that dynamic of everything because Marshawn Lattimore then can be on AJ Brown and they don't really have to worry about another receiver as much. So once that news came out, I put the Saints plus three back on the board, felt like they could cover that spread and they did. You know, and then again, with the Ben Roethlisberger thing, getting COVID-19, I took that pick off the board. So again, we are making these picks earlier in the week. So it is kind of up to you to track it as we go. But within the next couple of weeks, for those who are interested, again, you've heard me talk about it. Serenity Sports will be released and we're just going to be giving out more information. It's not just going to be the early line report. We're going to be doing the early line report and then I'm going to be updating it as the week progresses. We're going to be doing player props, touchdown props, uh, numerous same game parlays every single week. We're just going to be adding in more information and then try and highlight certain situations that can be um, profitable, you know? So again, uh, that was last week, had a very good, good week last week, five and one, once again, hitting at a 68% rate, 42 and 19 on the year. And again, I really do appreciate you guys reaching out to me, DMing me, 
talking to me about the picks and plays, how excited you guys are to tune in every single week. And again, a lot more people listen to this podcast than I really ever imagined. And I'm just grateful to give you guys, you know, the best picks and plays possible. So please continue to like, subscribe, recommend the Detroit Sports Better's name. The Facebook page is just around 7,000. So I would really appreciate a little push to get us up to that 7,000 mark. If you can invite a couple people, you know, um, I really do believe we have the best picks and plays around. Like, I don't know many people hitting at a 68% rate. I'm seeing other sports gambling companies. I'm seeing other people within the industry keeping an eye on the Detroit sports betters picks and plays. And it's really cool. It's nice to be creating a name and uh, yeah, just want to keep building off it. So with that being said, let's get into week 11 picks and plays. We are going to start off with Thursday night football. And that is the new England Patriots going on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. I know the, the new England Patriots have kind of been my kryptonite this year. I think, yeah, we have 19 losses on the year and I think three of those, are from the Patriots, and I think two of those are from the Detroit Lions. So those two teams are right there. But with the Patriots, I keep going against them. And this week, I am not. I am on the Patriots' bad wagon. I'm going to be going with the Patriots, minus seven, on the road against the Falcons. And, you know, the Patriots really have been a profitable team this year. They're 6-4 and four against the spread, and they are 4-0 and oh against the spread on the road. And now they're going against an Atlanta Falcons team who just got a beat down against the Cowboys. Yes, they're going to want to come in. They are going to want to rebound. But this is a team without Calvin Ridley, who is their number one receiver, just you know, he's just a player that you have to respect when you're on the defensive side of the football. And without him, it is a huge hole. Another hole that they have now is they're without utility man, Corderell Patterson. You know, he has an ankle injury. He could play. But again, when you have those ankle injuries, you don't know how well they're going to be able to cut, how well they're going to be able to explode. And without those two guys, I just think Bill Belichick comes in with a game plan that is specifically for Kyle Pitts, the only weapon that the Atlanta Falcons have now. And when you're betting on a Bill Belichick football team, you know, he is going to take away that number one option. And with the Atlanta Falcons without Patterson, you know, they're going to be relying on Wayne Gallman as well as Mike Davis to run the football against, you know, a solid new England Patriots defense and Patriots are even stronger when it comes to the pass, uh, pass defense. I'm sorry. So yeah, I think the Falcons are going to have a lot of, difficulty moving the football in this game the Atlanta Falcons don't play that well at home they've lost to the Eagles the Washington football team and the Panthers at home this season and then other than that the other than uh, beating the New Orleans Saints the Atlanta Falcons wins have come against, uh, come against the Miami Dolphins New York Jets and the New York football Giants a lot of this definitely comes down to if Cordell Patterson plays but again, I'm very confident that Bill Belichick will create the defensive game plan that centers around the Atlanta Falcons weapons. Um, Atlanta is 21st in the league at stopping the run. They're 28th in the league in their last three, three games against the run. And now they're going against the New England Patriots who love to run the football. They love to run the play action with Mac Jones. And I'm just watching a rookie quarterback who looks more poised and more confident than a lot of the veterans throughout the league right now. So I'm going to be with the New England Patriots minus seven. I know it's a pretty big number, but it's one that I think the Patriots can cover. They've been doing it all season against um, lesser competition. And I think they keep it going against the Atlanta Falcons in the Thursday night football primetime matchup. I'm going to be with the Pats minus seven in this one. 
Moving on, we have the Washington football team going on the road against the Carolina Panthers. That is a minus three spread for the Carolina Panthers, and that is exactly where I'm going to be going in this one. I'm not buying the Washington football team hype after that fluky win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For me, I honestly like this team better without Sam Darnold, and I don't think he's going to be playing in this one. If Cam Newton starts, and I think it will be Cam Newton who starts in this game, I think the return to Carolina, I think that crowd, I think it just gets the Carolina Panthers going. I think it gives them an extra boost going against the Washington football team, who's not a very good team as is. But this Panthers team also got back Christian McCaffrey, as you know. And now you have a dynamic duo in Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey who, are going, who can run the football together. You have to respect both. In the preseason, Cam was looking good throwing the football as well. So I'm confident he can go out there and throw the football. I know Cam looks at this opportunity as one where he wants to make a statement. He wants to go out and he wants to show everyone what he can do. So again, as long as Cam plays, which I think he will, I like the Panthers minus three here. Uh, Another thing that happened last week was for the Washington football team. Defensive anchor Chase Young was lost for the season. And that's huge in a number of ways. That's huge when rushing the quarterback. He's one of the best and most fluid pass rushers in all of the NFL. But he's also a very good run stopper and getting tackles for loss and things like that. So now him and Montez Sweat are both out. Those guys are anchors in their defense and rushing the quarterback, things like that. I mean, to add to Cam Newton is tough enough to bring down. So I like this. I think this Carolina Panthers defense plays well against the football team. And, you know, Heineke is prone to giving the football away, to turning the football over. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to be more careful here, running it with Cam Newton, running it with Christian McCaffrey. And then again, I think Cam Newton makes enough plays to cover the spread. So I like the Carolina Panthers minus three at home against the Washington football team. Moving on to our next game. We have the Baltimore Ravens on the road going against the Chicago Bears. Right now, the Bears spread is plus six at home, and that is exactly where we're going in this one. Right now, the Baltimore Ravens are three and six against the spread on the season. And as we have talked about week after week, the Baltimore Ravens constantly play down to their opponent. Again, you guys have heard me talk about this week after week. I think the Baltimore Ravens are one of the most overrated teams in the entire NFL. The Baltimore Ravens are one and three against the spread on the road. They have a defense that is very subject in the passing game, in the passing defense. So yes, I get it. The Chicago Bears aren't the best at passing the football, but Justin Fields is improving each and every week. And not only is he a threat with his arm, he is also a threat with his legs. He can extend the play. They scored 27 points on the Steelers last week, a tougher defense than the Baltimore Ravens. And that was a more put together Steelers defense than they are than they were against the Lions or how they're going to be in week 11. So that Steelers defense, they put up 27 points on the road. They're coming off a of bye week, so they have some um, injuries to clean up. They have some, some penalties to clean up. I, I know a lot of us remember that game as well against the Steelers where it was just uh, the refs were the refs were really rough, but the Bears also did commit some of those penalties. So a lot to clean up going into this one. I think the Baltimore Ravens are more predictable too because you know what they're going to do. You know they're going to come in, they're going to try and run the football, and you know they've definitely gotten better 
at passing the football, but this Bears defense is a top 15. It's a middle-of-the-pack defense, but they can make a lot of plays, and they're getting people back. They're getting back safety Eddie Jackson, who's one of their uh, best players in terms of pass defense, and then they're also getting back linebacker Khalil Mack, potentially. They're both due back, but it's not for sure just yet. It's still something you need to monitor throughout the week, but again, I think that's another added boost going to the Chicago Bears. I think they can make enough plays to cover this plus six spread in this one. So that's where I'm going to be going. I'm going to keep riding this train. I'm going to keep thinking that the Baltimore Ravens play down to their opponents. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be on the, the Bears plus six against the Ravens. Moving on to the next one, we have the Arizona Cardinals going against the Seattle Seahawks. Right now that is a Seahawks plus two and a half spread. And again, that's where I'm going in this one. We're going to be with the Seahawks plus two and a half. And I realize this one might be a surprise for a lot of people, but I think it's one of those lines where when people look at the Cardinals, they're like, wow, that seems too good to be true. And that's exactly what I think. The Cardinals have injuries all over the place right now and have a bye week following this game. Head coach Cliff Kingsbury has already mentioned the bye week. He's talked about the bye week to get people healed up. So it sounds like they're already looking to that bye week and looking forward to it. Because right now they have Kyler Murray questionable, DeAndre Hopkins, Chandler Jones, Rodney Hudson, Kelvin Beecham, and um, another defensive tackle who are all questionable or, or out heading into this game. So they will be shorthanded. Kyler Murray can potentially play. He has come back to practice. They're easing him in. But again, with a very serious ankle injury like that, you can tweak it very easy if you, you know, you, you kind of wonder how mobile he's even going to be with that injury. Do they just hold him out so they can give him an extra two-week rest with that bye week? I think they might be leaning that way because, again, with DeAndre Hopkins, he had the hamstring injury, another naggy injury that can flare up very easily. They might just want to rest them one more week just for precautionary reasons. Honestly, when I look at the Seahawks spread, it's very similar to that of the 49ers spread against the Rams on Monday night. It was like one of those where the Rams seemed too good to be true, and I ended up falling into that trap. I usually don't. I, was, I kept going back and forth on it. And I even told people, I'm thinking maybe more so the Rams money line, but man, I did not expect that. I think we have a similar situation here because Russell Wilson's first game back against the Green Bay Packers, they lost 17 to nothing in Lambeau Field. Russell Wilson, the first game of his career being shut out. So again, I think they're going to be looking to respond to bounce back. They're going to be at home in Seattle with the 12th man. So I do, I expect the, C the Seattle Seahawks to play tough in this one. I'm going to take Seattle plus two and a half against the Cardinals. They have too many question marks um, on the injury side. And yeah, I think Seattle just needs this game. They need the bounce back spot. So again, I'm going to be with Seattle plus two and a half. Moving on to the Dallas Cowboys against the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now, that is a Kansas City Chiefs minus two and a half spread at home. And we are going to be going with the Kansas City Chiefs minus two and a half. Once again, this might be a surprise to, to a lot of people because the Dallas Cowboys just gave an absolute spanking to the Atlanta Falcons last week. But, you know, we talked about it. I felt like the Chiefs were going to get that ship corrected against the Las Vegas Raiders, and that's exactly what happened. They looked like that Chiefs team of old. You know, even the defense. The defense is playing a lot better with Chris Jones back now. They have Melvin Ingram, who's been rushing, who's been pressuring the quarterback. They've gotten a couple pieces that are definitely helping them in the pass defense and the pass rush. You know, both teams 
in this one are definitely playing good football, but I think the Chiefs need it more. I really think the Chiefs need it more. I understand they're on a three-game win streak, but this is that statement game for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is that game where they go out, they win this game, people are going to start talking, hey, the Kansas City chat, the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs are back. The Kansas City Chiefs are still Super Bowl favorites, Super Bowl contenders, something like that. So again, I think they look at it this way. It's in Arrowhead as well, which makes the game far more difficult for the Cowboys. That is a one of the more difficult places to play throughout the NFL. Um, the Dallas Cowboys pass defense is actually 21st in the league right now. They're just very good at turning over the football. I mean, you look at what Trayvon Diggs has done this year. I believe he has eight interceptions. And really, they just need to protect the football. That's going to be the biggest thing. The Another thing is the Dallas Cowboys have really become accustomed to playing at home this season. They, I believe they've played at home six or seven times this year. So I think the change of scenery could be somewhat difficult for them. And again, going to a place like Kansas City, where they're going to have a crowd getting up like that, they're on a three-game win streak. They haven't really faced an offense like Kansas City with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, um, Byron Pringle is starting to play a little bit better. And again, Trayvon Diggs is someone who is prone to jumping the football and trying to cut off those short routes. Andy Reid is one of the best offensive game callers in the history of the NFL. I would not be surprised if they added in some, some double moves early on in the game or start to establish that run and then add in those double moves because Trayvon Diggs is definitely susceptible to those. He's an amazing corner um, playing absolutely lights out. But when you're going against someone like Tyreek Hill, you could be for a double move. That's six real quick. So again, I, I really do think the chiefs are going to go out. They're going to get this one. It's going to be a statement game. The Dallas Cowboys, in addition to that, are one of the worst teams in the NFL when facing a tight end. They're averaging a little more than five, or it's like 5.25 receptions per game for the tight end and giving up around 58 yards to the tight end per game. So again, looking at Travis Kelsey, he really came out last week. I expect him to go out and have another big game. He hasn't scored in a while. I think this is a game. He goes out and gets a touchdown. And, you know, him. I think him and Tyreek Hill really become that dynamic duo once again. And then I think Byron Pringle is that guy who's kind of emerging as that third wide receiver. He gets a couple grabs, maybe 50 yards, something like that. So as long as they have that, this Kansas City Chiefs offense is back to being very, very dangerous. Uh, they're running the football okay. Not not amazing. But again, I think this is going to be this is going to be a tight game. I'm sure this is going to be a shootout. But I like the Kansas City Chiefs to make just enough plays over the Dallas Cowboys to get the win and to cover this minus two and a half spread. And then lastly, I had a little bonus play I wanted to give uh, give for you guys. It moved up a point. So I'm not as comfortable as I once was. And this is just this is actually something a little different. This is the Indianapolis Colts against the Buffalo Bills. And originally the team total for the Buffalo Bills was at 27 and a half. And I like the over now it's at 28 and a half. And I still like it just not enough because 
It's at 27 and a half. You obviously get that 28 points. That's clean. 29 is a weird number. But I do think the Bills hit 30 points here because the Indianapolis Colts secondary is one of the worst in the NFL, giving up over 250 yards per game. And then you look back to the Indianapolis Colts, even when they faced the Baltimore Ravens, that's when Lamar Jackson had 440 yards passing. And now they're going against Josh Allen. The Indianapolis Colts also averages 2.3 passing TDs given up per game. That's second worst in the league. And then again, you're going against a Buffalo Bills team who has scored 30 points in six games this season. And if you even look back to the New York Jets and Indianapolis Colts game, I believe that was Thursday night football. Um, that Colts defense just looked atrocious. It looked terrible. So I just, I'm just not sold on that defense. Yes. Their rushing defense is okay, but that passing defense going against Josh Allen, who can also extend the, extend the play with his feet. He has one of the bigger arms in the NFL. I expect Stefan Diggs to have a huge game. I think he has over hundred yards, seven, eight receptions, a touchdown, something like that. So I like the bills over 28 and a half, but again, I didn't want to make this official pick because you need to monitor the weather leading up to kickoff for this one. This is in Buffalo. That is an outdoor stadium. And guys, that is definitely something to keep in mind going forward. If you see that total, check the weather if it's an outdoor stadium. I know I talked about last week, um, the New England one. I know we talked about the under for New England. That didn't work. But the bad weather was actually in Green Bay. If you watch Green Bay, it was, I believe it was snowing uh, or or light or it was raining a cold rain it was cold out it was windy and it ended up being a 17 nothing game uh, i believe it was a 49 and a half total the under just absolutely smashed so really that was the one that we should have looked to but we went with new england this time but all in all it still coincides the the weather in the northern stadiums you know you can still have games where it's it's somehow going to go off like the run game happens whatever but more often than not i would say statistics side with that outdoor stadium under so again just something to keep an eye on going forward but for this one as long as the weather is okay i like the bills to get this over 28 and a half team total okay and that's it guys that is it for the picks and plays in week 11. We will recap those one more time because we're starting with Thursday night football, the Patriots versus the Atlanta Falcons. We are going with the Patriots minus seven. Moving on to the Washington football team going against the Carolina Panthers. We have the Carolina Panthers minus three. From there, we have the Baltimore Ravens on the road against the Chicago Bears. We will be going with the Chicago Bears plus six. Then we're going over to Seattle. We have the Arizona Cardinals on the road against the Seattle Seahawks. We will be siding with the Seahawks plus two and a half. And then we have the Dallas Cowboys against the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. We have the Chiefs minus two and a half. And then our bonus pick of the week, we have the Bills team total over 28 and a half. I like the over there. I like them to hit 30 points, actually. And then... A little something to remember and keep an eye on is that Travis Kelsey in the Dallas Cowboys game. I think he gets back uh, back into the end zone. I think he gets a touchdown there, and I think the Chiefs win that one. So, again, guys, keep an eye on all of that. It is up to you guys, remember, to monitor this stuff leading up until kickoff. If you ever have a question, feel free to shoot me a message on Facebook. 
at me on the Twitter, DM me on Instagram, whatever works. And I will always do my best to answer because a lot of people did message me uh, about the Steelers pick once Big Ben went down with COVID. And then again, when Alvin Kamara went down. So, and sometimes you guys see this news before me. So please shoot that at me and then I can kind of make a decision from there. And as always, I appreciate you guys. Please let, please keep liking Leave those comments. We love those reviews. They go such a long way. I appreciate your DMs, but I would also appreciate it if you left that same DM in the review section. That would go a long way. So as always, guys, thank you for tuning in to the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. It is week 11 of the NFL season. We are 42 and 19, hitting at a 68% rate, and we are looking to build off it this week. Let's keep it going. I am Matt Koalas, and I am out. Have a good one.